0: Another wonderful episode of Nerd Candy And I am your host, Dolly Marie And I am Nerd Candy With me as always, dancing in the corner We have Edwin
1: Hello, hello
0: How's it going?
1: It's going pretty freaking awesome, that's all (laughs) I can say
0: It's another great week in nerd
1: It's a hell of a week is what it is
0: I mean, it's a great time to be a nerd Just, Just life right now
1: I'm lost for words because it's just <laughs> such a good weekend and then the, the week has just been one surprise after another. So it's like uh, my brain's already blown up so many times that I'm just like I'm still trying to pick up the pieces.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of this past weekend, we were hanging out with our friends at the Mighty Monkey Corporation with Flower City Comic-Con. It was actually a great, fun-filled two days at the Comic-Con.
1: Yes, it was It was a lot of fun.
0: I got to hang out with Eric Avari. Sorry, I'm not put to call him Mr. Avari either. Eric, my new friend Eric,
1: <laughs>
0: who seems to be the most amazing, kind human being I've ever met in my life.
1: Yes, he was awesome. Even though he did at the end, you know, kind of... You know, gave me the whole, you better take care of her speech.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is part of what makes him awesome. Yes. I was his pepper pots for the weekend. I was on top of anything. I'm looking at my duty water. Okay. And I got, I'd message someone, mainly you, and have water flown in. (laughs) I was on top of it.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And then, um... Wednesday, he went in for back surgery, and we are sending positive, kind thoughts to him for a speedy heal.
1: Feel good vibes to you, my good sir.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I did see that his team posted that uh, his surgery went well, and they were expecting a, a good recovery, so I can't wait to, to see him on the screen again. And on the road again,
1: on the road again,
0: because he's a (laughs) (laughs) he got himself a mobile home and he's literally just driving around the country spreading the word of being kind, which is from his uh charity Ben's Bells, where it's spreading the thought in the act of kindness be kind to each other you know even if you feel like the person is doing you wrong or whatever you know be kind you don't know what person is having a bad day and they're taking it out on you kindness goes a lot further than being cruel and it was a very good message
1: yeah he was very positive always he was. smiling
0: he was it was it was great sitting there with him and soaking in the information i mean at one point he actually said he needs his own dolly and i'm like yes last year colin was loving me he sang (laughs) hello dolly at me that's colin baker the sixth doctor if you don't know who i'm talking about and then this year i have eric avari who was like i need my own dolly (laughs) to help me out (laughs) So that was great. It was a great experience. And yes. we met, um, I got to shake hands with Jake the Snake.
1: I only got the chance to, like, you know, take a photo of him. He he looked pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, for his age and his age group of all the wrestlers, like, yeah, he's like a still, lot of them look very worn down. He still looks like a sturdy, giant man. Yeah,
1: he <laughs> You still got to pep in a step.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I'm only five, three and a half, so he looked like a giant. To me. Yeah, yeah, dude who's tall. Was like, yeah, Whoa. and then um, from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, her aunt was there, Aunt Tilda. And I was looking at her. I'm like, oh, my God, she looks exactly the same except for a different color hair. That's literally <laughs> the only thing different. Instead mm-hmm. of her hair being blonde, it's a perfectly snow white. And it's it was, yeah, my t- whole teenage life, like, flashed before my eyes. <laughs> yeah, you
1: totally fangirled. <laughs> I know. I had to go
0: say hi to her because I was like, oh, my God. Like, I literally watched you every Friday. TGIF, I was on top of it. Loved Sabrina Teenage Witch. I grew up on that show. I love Melissa Joan Hart. Like, I watch everything Melissa Joan Hart does. <laughs> I watched the one episode guest appearance that she did. It was a one-hour special of Are You For the Dark? Really? Yes.
1: Man, that was so long ago.
0: I know. I loved Are You Free of the Dark. But that was the episode. Um, it was an hour special because normally the episodes were half an hour long. And the she was staying with family or whatever. And there was like, a ghost of a kid that kept on coming up and going, I'm cold.
1: Oh, yes. I remember. I'm
0: cold. So my brother would do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we're cold, we just look at each other and go, I'm cold. That that's how we sign that we're cold.
1: <laughs> I don't know why, just you by doing that just Doctor Who came into my mm. into my mind all of a sudden.
0: Are you by mommy? <laughs> mommy. <laughs> yeah, but I loved that episode. I loved Are You for the Dark, so and I mean I loved uh Clarissa knows best, Sabrina Teenage, which um again I watched that guest episode, You Drive Me Crazy. Love that movie. <laughs> I mean that was my teenage years, well pre-teens to teens. And then not so long ago she did a show with uh uh yeah, Joey. So they did Melissa and Joey and I didn't watch the last like I think two seasons of it. It was a good show. I really enjoyed it. It definitely reminded me of a 90s sitcom. I loved it every second of it. The <laughs> kid from Jurassic World, the one who plays the big brother uh huh. He actually is the little brother in Melissa and Joey, <laughs> so I knew him from there, and I was like, "Oh, that kid, I like him." And then he didn't disappoint me in Jurassic World, so I was really excited about that. So, I mean, now we're—I know I kind of veered off for a bit. Like, <laughs> I like took just, a, just a little bit. I took just a whole other train. <laughs>
1: Like I said, you fangirled just like you <laughs> did now.
0: <laughs> um, the Walkers were fun. You got to hang out with them. Yeah, a Michael, little bit.
1: Michael and Gregory. Man, they they sh- they they love to do shenanigans.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was funny because you're a shenanigator as well.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was fun hanging out with them. Especially, I got mm-hmm. the chance to speak with Michael, and you know, not just talk about the series. We mostly, you know, talked about movies. He's a big star. Actually, both of them are big Star Wars fans, and they're actually a part of the 501st. So I was like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. And you were talking about you want to become part of the 501st. I it. yes.
1: And it was kind of cool. You know, Michael's a big gamer. You know, he's really into, like, you know, Far Cry and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. So I got the chance to just hang out with them for a little bit. Well,
0: speaking of gamers, how is it, like, cool, like, how is it not cool that we met the Talk? Yes. From Destiny 2.
1: See, the thing was, the voice sounded familiar. And I was like, and then it, it's been so long, you know, the, so long hearing him. It just like meh. And then when I was helping you set up uh, Eric Avari's table is when I saw his photo next to the Cryptarch. And I was like, I knew he was Master Raul. <laughs>
0: yeah. Even though,
1: even though the character gets a lot of hate. But to me, I was like, wow, I got to meet the, at least one of the, you know, actors that. Well, it was, it's
0: it. funny because he's like, I do the voice, I know nothing about the game. I know nothing <laughs> about the character. He goes, and then he, uh, it was a fun story. He was saying that they told him, hey, we're doing a second part of the game. Um, you're a fan favorite. Can you come back to do the voice again? And he's like, oh, wow, really? I'm a fan favorite? And he's like, yeah, they just love to hate you. <laughs> you are the most hated character. In the game, and he found the hilarious, and he was like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, because in the game, when, when, you know, once you get engrams, you will have to go to him to get them decrypted. And back now, you don't really get that problem now in Destiny 2, but in Destiny 1, you would come up with a legendary engram, which was a purple one. And then when he decrypt them, he'll give you a blue, you know, a blue weapon. So it's like, really? I grind so hard for a legendary and you're giving me a freaking common weapon. It's like, what's going on here? So from there on is where he started getting all the hate.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was fun. It was fun because people would come up to him and like the younger generation who don't know him from the The mummy mummy movies,
1: Mr. Deeds and stuff.
0: Yeah. Stargate. Oh, I love Stargate. He was in um, Star Trek, a few different ones.
1: Yes, I noticed.
0: Yeah, so I mean, he's a 148 movie roles or just roles, not just movie roles, because it's movie television.
1: He's done a little bit of everything. So So it's like. (laughs) (laughs) He's been everywhere.
0: Yeah, he's that face. You see him, it's like, oh, it's him. (laughs) And then it takes you a second, like, ah, Eric (laughs) Avari, Because he's a common. You know if you see him it's gonna be interesting and it was funny because there was a movie that he did because i've watched a lot of random movies sometimes and i like watching random horror movies it's a haunting on silver lake i I watched it on netflix and i told him i watched it and he starts laughing he's like oh that was so bad He did it as a favor for, like, the, the director or whatever. And it was just fun just hearing, like, the little backstories and his little antidotes. And then, like I said, his positive message. He said, if you feel like you really need to or you have to do it, that I mean, it means anything, then do it. If you really feel deep down that you need to be an actor, you have to, something you have to do for yourself, then do it. If you don't feel like you have to do it, if you're doing it for any other reasons, then really, why are you doing it? So, I mean, he motivated me so much, and like, I can't stop glowing about him because he was just an amazing human being to be around. And then you got to also hang out with
1: Jerome Saint, uh, Jerome Br- uh, Jerome Blake. He's just got such a long name. He was actually pretty awesome. Like at first, I know he he's done a couple characters from the prequels and the Fifth Element and whatnot. But what really caught my eye was when I noticed on his table that he had one of the um, what do you call those guys?
0: From Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
1: The Vogon. Yeah. From Hitchhikers, and I was like, I'm thinking like, oh, he probably did the suit.
0: I kept on telling him like, ask him to tell you a poem.
1: <laughs> no, it was funny because I I look at I look at the photo and I'm like, oh, you know, because. It didn't dawn on me, so I was like, Oh, you know, you you know, you helped out with the you know, doing the suits and whatnot. And he kind of chuckles, stands up and he goes, No, I was actually inside the suit, and I was a, I was one of the Vogon that said, Resistance is useless.
0: I was <laughs> like, What?
1: <laughs> he was like, You're the one you're like, you're the guy that started that whole resistance is useless and you're awesome. And he's like Perfect. Now I know which uh, which photo to give you an autograph then. <laughs> and it was he, he's he's a cool guy, very same, you know, sort of kind of like Eric, very positive. You know, he likes to he likes to travel a lot, really a lot. He loves history. And he loves going to the Smithsonian no- Smith- so- Smithsonian. Smithsonian. There you go. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh we talked a little bit about history, you know, about history is going on in the world, and then like, I, it went from that to the space race, and it was just kind of cool how the conversation just started getting more interesting and interesting and interesting. And when it started getting to that moment where not that many people were coming up to the table, he just whips out his guitar and he just starts playing, and it was it was pretty cool just listening to him play, like not even singing, he's just playing the guitar until he started playing ZZ Top, and we both started singing. <laughs> So he he was he was a cool guy.
0: Yeah, and was that his wife, right? That was with him. I
1: think so. I never really got into that conversation with them. You know, I don't know. I didn't want to feel rude or anything, so I never asked. But that's that's the feel that I was getting. You know, just the way that you know they were interacting. Or you never know, they could be very good friends. But you know.
0: Yeah, I didn't get to talk to them at yeah. all because I was on the other side of the room, and I was. She gave
1: me a lot of advice too. I was busy. <laughs> you know. She gave me a lot of helpful advice. So I was like,
0: yay. <laughs> um, and then Goyle was there. Yes. And I, I mean, I really didn't get to talk to him.
1: No, he was really, he was all over the place in the con. He would constantly get up and start walking all over the place.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I, because I was always at the other end, I'm sitting next to Eric, and I got to actually get to chat with um, the young Amelia Pond.
1: Caitlin Blackwood.
0: Yes. I got to chat with her for a little bit. She's a really nice girl. And uh, it's just, they were all, like, really nice people. And just, that's something I think some people don't realize. Like, there's people on TV, and they see these celebrities, and they're like, oh, my God, they're a celebrity. They're not real. Like, they're on this whole level. No, they're, they're people. They're just regular people like you and me. Just...
1: You saw my face when, um, I think Eric had, oh, he was going to go somewhere real quick. And then I think you were going to show your cousin where Nigel was. Yeah. So I stayed on the table real quick and that's when Goyal came up to me. I wasn't even paying attention and he just goes, oh, I might. It's like, when is Eric coming back? I was like, uh, uh, uh he should be coming back in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like he came to me. <laughs> I didn't have to go to him. Lord. <laughs> and then the and same. E-
0: that's, that's your fanboy moment. Yeah, and
1: then the thing is, it, it, don't, it didn't only happen with him. It also happened with Catherine Sutherland. hmm You know what I mean? The, the the pink ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You know, same thing, hanging out with the walkers. And then she just happens to come on by. And she goes, hello. I'm like, you cat. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, um, she mentioned your name. And she's like, oh, you're, you know, like, you're, uh, you're Dolly's. A uh, boyfriend. I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh my god, she mentioned me!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm a big fan."
0: Yeah, I was chatting with her in the um, <laughs> in the green room for a little bit.
1: She's pretty cool too. She's very so relaxed. I said,
0: "Tall guy with glasses hanging out near the walkers." <laughs> and she's it was yeah. easy to point out.
1: <laughs> but like, she was seemed so so relaxed and so happy. Yeah, just awesome.
0: Yeah, a lot it, of positive vibes. But I really did want to, like, at least just chat with Goyle a little bit. But I really didn't get a chance to chat with him. And I don't regret it. I mean, it would have been cool to have, but I didn't get the chance to. But, I mean, at, all in all, I had a great weekend. I got to see a bunch of the local artists, too. Like, Nigel Carrington, as you mentioned, was there. Um, Chet from Rhino Comics was there. Yes. There was uh, the squirrel. Crafty squirrel? I forgot their name. I think it's yes. Craft. yes, crafty squirrel was there. I love their their jewelry. I can wear their nerdy jewelry because they do a lot of like nickel free stuff. So that was cool seeing all the vendors, and the displays, and our Dalek friend from um, Canada, a Canadian Dalek Legion, <laughs> Mark Townsend,
1: which was awesome. Yeah,
0: he was he was there uh, rolling around the Dalek exterminating people as usual.
1: Excellent. Terminate. No, not just that, but then he brought an actual size replica of the TARDIS. Yeah,
0: his his TARDIS is actual to the exact dimensions as the actual TARDIS was, used on the television series I'm because like, he actually Whoa. has access to like the blueprint. So that's pretty awesome to look at him like, wow, this is the size they use. And I'm so short. And I'm looking. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Right, These guys it, have to have been huge. But then I think about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I met Colin. Colin was kind of tall.
1: And the thing is like when we're when we're watching it, it it, it doesn't seem like it's that tall. But right you know, when we're right there standing next to the actual TARDIS, I was like, wow, this thing's pretty huge. <laughs> it's yeah, like, this it's big on no the no outside no. and the inside.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was it was fun. I, I love Love the Comic-Con experience, and our next one is going to be Salt City Comic-Con out in Syracuse, but there, Kane's not going to be there now. I saw that.
1: No, his he, scheduling got you know all booked up.
0: Yeah, he had a scheduling conflict, so mm-hmm. he he's not going to be there, but I'm super excited because Kevin Nash is going to be there. And Stardust. And I loved Kevin Nash. And it's not Stardust. It's Goldust.
1: Oh, Goldust. My bad.
0: His brother was star something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Goldust is actually doing his very first Comic-Con appearance ever. Oh, that's cool. He's never done a Comic-Con before, and this is actually going to be his first. Which, it's cool, but I'm more excited about Kevin Kevin Nash, because I was, you know, a big...
1: Come on, he's Kevin Nash. Yeah. Yeah. he's Nothing more to say.
0: (laughs) No, what what were they called? What did they call themselves?
1: Ugh. No, hold on.
0: All, all I can think of is the socket symbol. <laughs> oh,
1: Degeneration <laughs> X.
0: There you go. He was part of that, right? Uh,
1: hold I on. believe
0: he was part of the degeneration Generation X, and then they went over to WCW and did the whole like the Wolf Pack with the two sweet, and did the whole th- NWO. All right, hold on. But Maybe. I thought he started as part of um <clears throat> the 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 Degeneration X.
1: I think he was. Let's.
0: Let's. Because I remember it being Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Michaels, X-Pac, Six-Pac, whatever his yeah, name was X-Pac, at the time. Cause yeah. He changed his name so many times. Kevin Nash and uh, Scott Hall.
1: Uh, Road Dogg was also part of it.
0: Uh, I, I always forget about him. He <laughs> was like a very unimpressive like, wrestler to me.
1: Uh, Kane and Tori were but, also part of it. Wait,
0: wait. He was a very unimpressive wrestler, but he can still rap better than John Cena.
1: <laughs> oh man. That's funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. John Cena sucks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a fan of his. I, I can't help myself. I mean, and there's gonna be a whole bunch of other people there. There's gonna be the guy from Super Troopers, one of the characters gonna be there. One of the actors, I can't remember the I name can't right remember now. his name either. But it's gonna I mean, I'm excited to go see that one too. And I mean, it's a con. You have fun at a con. It's a happy place for nerds to unite and just be yourself and enjoy yourself. And that's the big thing about it. I don't know. Do you know that or are you aware of the fact that like San Diego Con like sued Salt Lake City?
1: I had heard about that.
0: They did for rights to use the name Comic-Con.
1: Whatever happened to that lawsuit? They actually won. San Diego Comic Con actually won? Or yes. Or Salt Lake? No. no. San
0: Diego Con actually won. So that's why a lot of the cons, they names. don't, they say cons. They don't say Comic Cons. They say they're a con because they don't want to do that. A lot of them change their names. Like they're still like comic and whatever convention, but it's, they don't say Comic Con.
1: Why would they do that?
0: I don't know, San Diego Con is
1: I know it's like the mecca of all Comic Con. Yeah, but still. they're
0: they're getting greedy and to me that was that I didn't like that. I felt like it was a smack in the face. It's like, why are you being so proprietary? Like
1: They forgot we where all, they came from.
0: We, all us nerds wanna have fun too. And I think that San Diego Con is just getting a little too big for their own self.
1: Like I said, they're for, you know, they're forgetting where they came from.
0: But at the same time, they I'm seeing a little like pushback from the whole thing because a lot of people have complained that it's too big like it's hard to get in there and see everything the crowds are too big there's so I've heard some complaints about San Diego Con and then um, next year Marvel backed out of the next San Diego Con they opted out so they're not going to have
1: probably they weren't happy for what happened
0: I I have no idea. We could speculate all day, but I just know that they did opt out.
1: But then also that'll explain why is you know why in uh one of the episodes of The Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. they're kind of like poking fun, you know, because um it's an episode where you know Penny comes in and then they're all in their computers waiting for um for the tickets to come out and they're just refreshing, refreshing, refreshing to see which was the first one to actually get in. And buy the tickets, and by the time they, you know one of them got in, all the tickets were sold out. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's really hard. Like that's no joke. Like they're poking fun, but that's no joke. It's that's, like, a, that's literally expensive. what it's
0: it's gotten to.
1: Yeah, it's expensive, and then it's really hard to you know, it's there. It, it's hard to get into because there's already so many other people, you know, in line.
0: Yeah. Trying so to get it. Not you know? only did Marvel opt out, it looks like HBO was going to opt-out of the next year's Comic-Con SECC. So that means no new like panel or discussions on like, what's going to happen in Westworld or what's going to happen with um,
1: Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Which is next year.
0: Mm-hmm. So I wonder what they're going to do, like HBO and Marvel, Like, what are they planning? Are they going to do it at, like New York Con? cuz they're since they're opting out of San Diego, are they going to like
1: are they going to like is they going to go to well transfer
0: the information, like hold on to a little bit and then release it there because that was another thing while San Diego kind of kind of like E3, that's where a lot of the big announcements came out for the movies and the series and everything was coming out of.
1: Don't even get me started with E3 cuz I was ridiculous. <laughs> I <laughs> but know. I understand what you mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, in regards to E3, we're gonna do a whole like in-depth episode about oh, yeah. that.
1: We can't we can't throw that all in in this little, you know in this one episode. We need to like dedicate a special episode for E3 because there's so many, ti- not just titles, but all in all, there's just so much material that was announced that we don't have the time to you know say it all in depth and you know yeah
0: so we'll have a a episode air friday we're we're waiting for the last um showcase yes to air before we you know sit down and break it down for everybody we want to make sure we have everybody's information before we go through and just like just kind of rant on it because i know we both can rant on that
1: oh yeah but just a little hint the last showcase they're going to be talking about Death Stranding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's keeping in the theme of like this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to theaters this weekend. We have The Incredibles 2.
1: God, how long was it that day? 14 went? years in 14. the making. So,
0: the original came out in 2004.
1: Jesus, 14 years. I still want to go see it. Oh, well, of course I want to see it.
0: I mean... I
1: don't care who I have to drop kick to go see it. Yeah,
0: I'll drop kick someone's baby. I don't care. <laughs> Just get out the way. <laughs> no caps. <laughs> no capes. That's how the baby flies through the air. It's like... <laughs> Jack, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> so... And then... Um, this, what's fun with this movie is it kind of picks up where the other one left off. not Obviously not exactly at the exact moment. It's going to be a little bit afterwards, but it's still around the same time because the kids are still the same age. The parents are still finding out Jack-Jack's abilities because they don't have a full scope of Jack-Jack's abilities. We do as the viewers because we saw what happened in Babysitter. We saw all this stuff. They were busy. They didn't see it. So that's still what's going to be really fun with this movie is now the parents and the family is going to see all that Jack-Jack can do.
1: And he can do a lot.
0: Yeah. So she made his his costume perfect because she was like, well, because we don't know what pow- his powers are. Um, I just made it do everything. And that was like perfect because Jack-Jack can do everything.
1: <laughs> yes. Especially the part in the trailer when he disappears, and that's when, you know, Samuel Jackson's like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like Jack Jack, and he just appears out of nowhere with, with the, cookie, the cookie. and He's like, yeah. that's freaky. <laughs> yeah, that
0: little that part. But it's it's just, and I can I can uh, sympathize, empathize. I can empathize with Jack Jack's rage issue. I, <laughs> I felt a little, felt a little personal connection when I saw him. <laughs> he's in the thing. He's like, he turns into a little purple monster, and he's like getting all angry because I'm I'm all of five three and a half <laughs> a i feel it baby. i feel it's exactly what i look like when i get angry <laughs> sort of kind of kind of sort of all depends depends on the you know the level of anger the level of anger yeah <laughs> well one day i'll just come bust
1: <laughs> i'll be afraid i'll be afraid when you get to the level of green that's when I'll be like okay and i'm stepping back slowly
0: yeah not yeah. making
1: eye contact <laughs>
0: Oh, but it's fun because all the most, um, how do you say it? The people who did the voices are back. The same director, the same writer, same producer, they're all back. I mean, and the fun little fact, the writer slash producer, Brad Bird, he's the one who does the voice of Edna Mode.
1: Uh, no capes.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I knew that, but I know that not everybody knows that, but I know a lot of random things.
1: I didn't. That's, <laughs> that's new to me.
0: I'm always watching a lot of the behind the scenes of like everything. (laughs) So in my mind is like a still trap. I like just Keep a lot of random information, but all the voices are back. Like everyone who was in the original is coming back to voice their characters, except dash.
1: Wonder why? But then again, it's been 14 years. So, you know, he's no longer a kid.
0: Yeah, maybe his voice got too deep and he can't do it now.
1: <laughs> Puberty so they, hit him like a ton of bricks.
0: Yeah, so they brought a new kid in to do his voice. So, I mean, and but he from the trailer, like yeah, I was say, it sounds the same.
1: I, was say, like, I wouldn't have known if you wouldn't have said anything. If you wouldn't have said, oh, you know, the kid who does the voice of Dash is no longer the same kid. I was like, sounded the same to me.
0: I was curious. I had a look. <laughs> well, that's like with Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Um, the police officer in the first movie is voiced by Mr. T.
1: Yes. I pity the fool.
0: In the second movie, Terry Crews voices a police officer.
1: I never saw the second one, so.
0: So, Cloud with a Chance of Meatballs 2 is actually, vo- the police officer is voiced by Terry Crews instead of Mr. T. <laughs> but it's one of those, he did it so well, like, it still... So, it doesn't really throw you off. You don't think, oh, that's a whole different person doing it. So for that reason is why I was like, I wonder if the same people are coming back because it's just been <laughs> 14 years. And I looked and, yeah, mostly everybody is the same characters. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be a family fun movie. And it's I love me a good cartoon because I am a child that hurt.
1: Oh, I can't wait until the new Toy Story.
0: Yeah, I'm still waiting on to reserve my opinion on that cuz it's like where can they go? I don't know. Like that's,
1: that's the same. like when they when they announced it, that they're making a new a new Toy Story, I was like Well, then again, with the little girl.
0: That's what I'm saying, like are we just going to like just ditch Andy completely now And we're just now we're just with the little girl?
1: Yeah, cuz Andy grew up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He gave the toys to the girl, so maybe now it's like her story.
0: Yeah. They're moving and all that craziness. So I mean, there's there's a direction to go with it. Or do, or do they, like, do the um the Brave Little Toaster where they, <laughs> where they decide, you know what? I don't like this little girl. I want to find Andy. And then they go on a trek to find him in college. Like, what's going to happen?
1: That would be interesting. Very interesting. I like where your mind went on that <laughs> one.
0: I love the Brave Little Toaster. It was, like, one of my favorite movies as a kid.
1: Me, though. Now that we're throwing, you know, like movies out there in the air, which the one I'm thinking about will probably never even be made, but A Bug's Life 2.
0: See, I wasn't a big Bug's Life person. I love A Bug's Life. But I don't like bugs. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: A Bug's hey. Life was good. Or, or A New Monsters Incorporated.
0: That'd be fun. That'd be fun.
1: Because, you know, Monsters University loved it.
0: Yeah. I mean, but Disney's going the the route of a lot of live action, so they're taking a lot of their classics and turning them into live action movies, like they're doing with Winnie the Pooh,
1: which looks it looks pretty. Like, no, it looks
0: adorable, exactly. It looks I, adorable. I'm not mad at it. They mean they did it with Beauty and the Beast, and I liked the Beauty and the Beast version. Some people didn't like it, but I I, love it. I loved it. I, love I it. loved the movie so much. When I, when somebody I started, complained um that the alive again song is not there and i'm like i didn't even like it i i didn't
1: be my guess was there
0: little town was there you
1: know what i mean just with that song alone i think i was like the only one in the theater singing by myself no
0: i sang every song every <laughs> song that came on i sang the gaston song i sang the little town for the little people Every day like the one before. Sang the whole song. <laughs> so, like, I sang every song with it, and I went by myself. I didn't care. Yes. The person was supposed to go with me, didn't show up. My other friend was like, oh, wait for me. And I'm like, I've been waiting for months. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Don't watching. As I go. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorites. But you know what isn't one of my favorite Disney movies? Dumbo. It's not. No, the animated Dumbo movie, I didn't like as a kid. It made me sad. It was very depressing. They they locked up his mommy for protecting him. He gets drunk. It's just a downward spiral of alcohol and a drug abuse.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that the part? Because he when... was
0: flying because he was high. <laughs> I saw the metaphors.
1: Yeah. See, I only saw it once, so eh. It I mean, wasn't really. This a...
0: <laughs> the thing is I'm very. I was a very logical, very analytical child. You still are. And I saw like, I mean, as a little girl, I saw these and like these things. I'm like, he's. Oh, and he's flying. Why is he flying? Oh, magic feather. Uh huh. After he got drunk, that's not cool. He's only a baby. Why is he getting drunk? I did not approve of it at all, and I felt so bad about his mommy. And then they were abusing him. I did not like Bumbo when I was little. It used to make me so sad. I was, to me, it wasn't a fun Disney movie. It was a sad, depressing Disney movie.
1: <laughs> I, I cannot even imagine what you thought of, uh, of Pinocchio then.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio, I had a little more fun with, but. Dumbo, I would just get so sad watching Dumbo as a kid. So, I'm actually very excited about the live action remake.
1: Like I said, I got mixed feelings about it. Like I, I only saw the you know, the cartoon when I was really really young, only once, so I was like, "Eh, wasn't one of my favorites."
0: Well, cuz like I said, the the cartoon looked all sad and depressing, where this one looks very exciting. Like they find the baby Dumbo doesn't look like I don't know, maybe something happens to his mom because that's what happens in all Disney movies—they kill the moms, or they Bam. lock them in prison. <laughs> but Colin Farrell, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton, and Danny DeVito—like that's it. That's all you really had to tell me.
1: <laughs> three, three good actors.
0: I love all three of those. So when I saw each one of their faces, I'm like, "Yep, I'm done." Sold. Like that literally is what sold it for me. Michael Keaton, yeah, sold. So, and again, it doesn't look as sad and depressing and down as the other one. It's like the family, from my guess from the trailer is the family found the elephant. Maybe he got lost and they found him and brought him back to the circus. Yeah,
1: because that's what it looks like in the trailer. They throw him in a pile of hay.
0: Yeah, and they bring him to the circus and then the family kind of stays with him. And the family seem like they're a part of Dumbo's story. Which to me is better than, you know, she has a baby and they're like, Oh, maldeformed, let's pick on the baby for having big ears. That's nothing. I didn't like the other mean elephants in the other movie. They were so mean and it was a baby. We were being mean at a baby for having big ears. I did not like them. (laughs) I can see. I have very strong feelings for the Dumbo animated movie. I didn't like if they were bullying. They're adults and they're bullying a baby. I did not like that. He's an adorable little baby elephant and you're being mean to him. (laughs) It's like a kid with a big head when they're a baby. They grow into their head. (laughs) (laughs) He'll grow into the ears. Leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like it. I didn't like if they were picking on him for being different. I didn't like... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I felt that way when I was little. I felt different than everyone else and it, like I kind of like felt sorry for Dumbo because I was like, I could see myself in him. i like, that's so mean. <laughs> I know. Whatever. I'm weird. I accept it. <laughs> But I'm excited, Colin. I mean, and then it was Tim Burton too.
1: Right. That's that's another thing I kind of noticed for the trailer. I was like, Tim Burton. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Super. Like, interesting. like normally,
1: you know, like normally I'm used to Tim Burton, like kind of like dark and you know, sort of kind of like Frank and Weenie.
0: Or... Well, those are... His animated stuff are a little bit darker. A lot of his movie movies are brighter. Look at Edward Scissorhands. There was a lot of bright color. His Willy Wonka, his Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, very bright and vibrant. So he does have a very bright and vibrant side, and he has this, he just has a very unique set design. Like, I can see a set design like, oh, that's Tim Burton. Because he uses a lot of abstract shapes and... He's more fantastical, and like I was saying before, he's very Fellini, um, which you don't know who Fellini is, no, but I do not. <laughs> <laughs> In film, somebody who's very um, abstract, like him, like we would say, they're like the director Fellini, who was an Italian director who was very fantastical. He he was one of the first directors to kind of be more fantasy and stuff like that, and more not as realistic as a lot of the other directors are or were in the day so he kind of broke the mold a little bit with that stuff so tim burton tends to walk that line as well so that's another thing that's exciting excited me about it so it might have be a little bit of a dark twist dark story because he does tend to have that dark story to it but it doesn't look as depressing to me as the cartoon
1: I mean, is, how long has it been since Tim Burton hasn't done has done a movie?
0: Ooh, I wouldn't know. Been I haven't looked. It's been a while, but that one comes out next year, March 2019. But also this weekend, we have Tag. <laughs>
1: that one looks hilarious. Yes,
0: it has Jeremy <laughs> Renner. You know, he wasn't in Avengers, so he's out there playing Tag instead. <laughs> Ed Helms, John Hamm. Jake Johnson, Lil Rel. I mean, it looks like a fun game, a, a fun f- friend movie. It's like a buddy film with many buddies. <laughs> which we haven't had one in a while since basically the Hangover movies. Good
1: it movies. It kind of
0: reminds me of like that, like the whole type of buddy feel. Or no, wait a minute, not to the... um. um Bad Bosses had that kind of feel, that buddy film feel. Love Bad Bosses. (laughs) Yeah, so this to me has that same type of energy of like a good buddy film. It's not like it's not a romantic comedy; it's a comedy. Yeah, it's a it's a straight comedy. comedy. So come on,
1: in the trailer, there's one part where he's coming in through the hospital, and he's like, he's like.
0: Tag, you're it.
1: And then like his wife is giving birth and it's like, you're
0: doing great. He's like, congratulations, Tag, you're it. <laughs> At the funeral. <laughs> He's like, your dad really would want to know that you're it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was funny. But the whole premise of the movie is it's a group of friends who have been playing the same game of tag for the past 30 years. And the way they keep the game going is – Every year for one month, the month of March, they play tag. No matter what's going on in everyone's life, that's it. One whole month of a game of tag.
1: But the twist of that movie is that there's one of of them in the group that's never been tagged.
0: Jeremy Renner. For those...
1: 30 something years that yeah. they've been playing
0: he just got married he's about to retire from the game <laughs> and You're
1: trying to get him
0: yeah he's like I'm I'm gonna retire from the game they're like and he's never been tagged and he, he boasts about it but he's still <laughs> cool kick butt Jeremy Renner like his moves were I'm like okay hes still he took some of his um Hawkeye moves mixed them with some of the uh, born oh, moves
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's some born style fighting yeah. that he has there.
0: Yeah. So, I was like, ah. So, the training has done you well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has served you well, my good sir. So,
0: that looks like it's going to be funny. Um, and then a completely kind of... This movie I didn't even hear about, but they did a remake of the movie Superfly, which is... A classic nineteen seventies movie from the black exploitation era. So, in the obviously in those movies, everyone was a pimp. He was Shaft. (laughs) Kind of, kind of Shaft-ish, but not totally. Not totally. Yeah. (laughs) But I we watched the trailer and I was watching it and I was thinking, I'm like, wow, this really has the feel of the movie Belly with Dmx and Nas meets Scarface. Like it had like that blend. So it looks interesting. I, I definitely will give it a watch one it, day. It has
1: it has that action packed feel to it, so it, it it it's look it looks watchable.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I don't think I'll watch it in theaters because my list is so long of movies to watch Way and too I will long. go extremely broke if I try to watch every single one that comes out. But I will definitely put it on my watch list maybe when it comes to streaming I'm definitely going to watch it but I, I know at one point or another I'm going to watch that movie because it did look interesting and the next week no why am I saying next week oh my mind is going blank I don't
1: know
0: <laughs> next week is actually Jurassic World 2 next week yes. finally Yes, yes, yes. been
1: dying for that movie to come out already. I know.
0: My nephew's been asking since December if he could just sleep until June. <laughs> Isn't it June already? Like, I've been asked that a million times, and it is finally June already.
1: <laughs> One more week. Yes. One more week.
0: Counting down the days, and I'm super excited for that. I can't wait to watch it. I, uh, I love the whole franchise. And everything that they do.
1: And this one just looks like it's amazing. I mean, Jurassic, um, no, this one's Jurassic Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Which one was the other one?
0: The other one was just Jurassic World. This one's Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Gotcha. But.
1: Jurassic World was good.
0: Jurassic World's good. And I, I'm excited to see Dr. Ian Malcolm is back. Even if it might be just for a short cameo, but he is back, oh, he's back. and he he, yeah. he needs to be in it, <laughs> <laughs> not just his book. So I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see it. And then on actually Tuesday for coming to Blu-ray, DVD and 4K is Pacific Rim Uprising.
1: Definitely want to see that one too.
0: Yeah, that one kind of. I love
1: the first one. You know, I'm a big fan of Evangelion, you know, the anime. And it kind of gave me a feel. It kind of gave me like that feel of it when, you know, when I saw the trailers because I'm a big Mecca guy. So,
0: yeah. You know. I I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. We didn't bring back any, like, you only brought the one Asian girl back from the first movie.
1: And the two uh, the two scientists.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Which to me is like, really?
1: I was thinking, like, when it was announced and they said that um, John Boyega is it is his name? I thought he was gonna be like uh, like a new buddy for what's his name? I got his name now.
0: I know, <clears throat> I totally blanked on him too.
1: <laughs> He's from uh, Sons of Anarchy.
0: Yes, 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 and and
1: he came out in the first one and King Arthur. And, yep, which was amazing. I saw it the first time. What was it? Not last, not last weekend, the uh, weekend before, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was awesome. It's like Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. There you go. I thought for for a minute that he was gonna come back into um, the new Pacific Rim because come on, he's the one that saved him in the first one.
0: Exactly. It's the so. timeline seems funky. We have no Charlie Hunnam. Like to, I don't know. I'm not sold on the second part. It feels very disconnected from the first part, and I hate sequels that look like that. Yeah. Like I don't like sequel that they've made a sequel to make a sequel. If it's sequel, it has to be tied in a little yeah. more, especially the main character. That's I don't know. And
1: I mean, Bobby, you know, Bobby saw it, your brother, and he said that it was pretty good. So I want to see it because you know.
0: I mean, it visually looks like it's gonna be a good movie, but. I'm still reserving my opinion until I actually watch it.
1: And for you nerds out there who haven't seen King Arthur, just putting it out there, if you, uh, if you guys ever played Skyrim, it's like watching a live action of Skyrim. <laughs> Literally. Because I was just like, oh my God, all he needs to do is a dragon shell and that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, and it's
1: just Skyrim right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, the visuals are really good on it. They mean... I've said it before, like there's just one scene where I'm like, eh, we could have done without it. The graph is great. They could have probably just done that in a flashback, not have him go in there. Like it served no poor purpose for the story. It didn't move the f- story forward. And I I can't, but it was good, again, okay. the filmmaker in me is like, if it doesn't move the story forward, why do we even have the scene in here? <laughs> so <laughs>
1: still, I loved it. It was really it, good. It's
0: a good movie. I love it. Yeah. I, I have it. I, watched it in theaters and I bought it and I've seen it a bunch of times since I bought it. So that's something I, I enjoy the movie.
1: Yes. It was really, like I said, Skyrim, that's all you need to know.
0: <laughs> and then I, I kind of want to end it on this note. um, The nun. Ugh. <laughs> I like horror movies and the creators of the Conjuring movies and Annabelle 2. Have oh, the whole, the whole, have done such a great the whole job.
1: Conjuring and, 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 well, no, that's not part of. It. Insidious no, yes, is different. No, but they did mention her in Insidious. No, in the, in the last one,
0: it's a different one.
1: Or was it or was it Animal? It's a different
0: one. Insidious is a different universe. Yeah, it's a it's a lady in like a black wedding dress or whatever. It's not a nun. The nun is. Um,
1: I think I'm probably mixing it with. Yeah. Animo.
0: So, they're different universes. And the Insidious ones, the last one, kind of, eh. You can... Like, it had some good jump scares, but it wasn't... I, I didn't...
1: There were some where you can really tell that it was going to happen. So, it's yeah. like you're already anticipating it. The Nun, though? Just yeah. by the trailer.
0: Like I said, it's from the creators of The Conjuring and Annabelle. Um, Conjuring 1 and 2, I love it. Annabelle, eh. Inable Creations, oh, my God. Yes. So I am expecting an actual good horror movie, and this one comes out in September, so it's leading up to Halloween. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm saying
1: just by the trailer alone, you know, like I'm watching it, and then all of a sudden you see somebody standing behind her, and I was like, ha, called it, and then as soon as, you know, the trailer's ending, wow, this thing just comes out of left field, and it's like, did not call that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's basically a prequel to all the movies because she sees the nun constantly. It's a recurring theme. And the character keeps coming up, and now this movie is kind of to show where the nun came Came from from. that is haunting her. So that's fun. I'm excited for it. Again, I, I like a good horror movie. I like to... To haven't jump there haven't been that very
1: good ones out lately either. There
0: was, there's was, there been a few. We've seen a few. So I'm excited for that one. And that one comes out September 7th, like I said, of this year. So that'll that'll be a nice, scurry movie to watch.
1: Scurry movie. Just I mean, make sure you don't need anything before going and watching the movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, the Halloween movie remake.
1: The Halloween re- uh, yes. It's a
0: reboot because they're rebooting it because yes. they brought jamie lee curtis back and everything
1: because the thing with so this, halloween
0: resurrection kind of doesn't happen
1: yes resurrection doesn't happen and then the rob zombie movies are like null and void those never happen either yeah so that's it's like i said reason, it's it's a reboot yeah.
0: it's bringing her back that's the so. whole reason
1: why they're doing this one because they, they didn't they didn't get the, the the audience that they were expecting for the rob zombie movies
0: mm-hmm. so there's
1: like you know what you know, they, you know, I don't know if it's the original director or something like that, but I know that it's, you know, like you said, Jamie Lee Curtis. And if I'm not mistaken, it so is the guy who played Michael Myers as well.
0: I don't know. But I mean, it, I, I don't know. I'm not a big Halloween fan. Like, I
1: actually can't wait. <laughs> I like some
0: of them. Not all of them. But I mean, I'm excited for some scary movies to come out for Halloween season. I still don't. I want to know when Chapter Two for it comes out. I think that's next year. Uh,
1: I think it's twenty nineteen. Yeah, wait, when was the first chapter? Came last out? year. Was it last year? Mm-hmm. Then yes, twenty nineteen. Yes.
0: So that that's another one as the, far as scary movies. Like that's the the next one that I'm like waiting for.
1: And that one was pretty good.
0: Yeah, it was great. I really, 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 really enjoyed it.
1: And it's the first one, and it's scary as hell.
0: Yeah, I really did enjoy it so much. It, literally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what I enjoyed about chapter one of It was the way the like the actors that they, they got for when they were kids, they just blended in so well. Like, even though they changed certain things – yeah. here and there but it's still flowed so it's like you're watching literally the original but like it's like when you're playing a remastered game you're still playing the same game but just with better graphics
0: yeah well the thing is like the kid actors now are getting really freaking good because yeah. look at Stranger Things those kid actors are amazing oh,
1: I can't wait until season
0: 3 I know <laughs> R.I.P. Bob <laughs> Super Bob <sighs>
1: Why do you have to say that? No, R.I.P. That's sad. Super Bob. I got sad.
0: Well, on that sad note, we're going to...
1: Miss Super Bob.
0: We're going to call this one. <laughs> <laughs> so we can find me at IamNerdCandy.com. Facebook.com forward slash IamNerdCandy. SoundCloud slash IamNerdCandy. iTunes. Nerd Candy on iTunes. And Instagram. I am underscore nerd underscore candy. So we're all over the place. Find us, like us, talk to us, i talk back. And then you can find Edwin on Mixer and Twitch. Twitch.
1: At the guy at the chair. That
0: the one. guy in the chair. <laughs> yep,
1: the guy in the chair.
0: Underscore between every word.
1: And a one for a night.
0: There we go. So here at Nerd Candy, please say, night, night, nerds.
1: Night, night, nerds.